Hello, it's Eric Skoglund, and welcome to Clubhouse Conversation. They come from all corners of the world, and they descend on towns everywhere. Burlington, North Carolina, Idaho Falls, Idaho, Lexington, Kentucky, Wilmington, Delaware, Springdale, Arkansas, Papillion, Nebraska, and Kansas City, Missouri. What do all these men have in common? They work together to win. It's time to talk to another Royal on Clubhouse Conversation. All right, I'll tell you what. Royals fans are going to love Eric Skoglund, a third-round selection of this 2014 June amateur draft out of the University of Central Florida. Skoglund is all signed up. He's in Surprise, Arizona for about the last, oh, 24 to 36 hours. And Skoglund was the American Athletic Conference Pitcher of the Year during this spring season. He finished 9-3 and with a 2.54 ERA. 94 strikeouts and 110 innings. Skoglund is six foot seven, and he joins us now on Clubhouse Conversation from Surprise, Arizona. The recently signed, the recently third round drafted, Eric Skoglund. Welcome to the Royals organization, man, and congrats on being drafted. Thank you. I really do appreciate it. I'm, I'm excited to you know, uh, be part of this organization. Yeah, you just flew in, what, yesterday to Surprise? Yes, I did. I uh, flew in yesterday from Sarasota, and um, yeah, now I'm just. I'm just playing now. So what have you done so far? You landed about 24 hours ago. I'm sure it's been kind of a whirlwind. What have you been doing that first 24 hours? Yeah, well, yesterday we got in around 7.30 back to the hotel and um, woke up this morning at uh, 6.30. We had our physical test, uh, did some weightlifting, and uh, had a few meetings. Um, and then we back, came back to the hotel, had a little bit of lunch, went back to the stadium. And uh, started playing some ball, the ins and outs of what we're doing this week. And, um, you know, just kind of getting acclimated a little bit, which is, you know, awesome. Getting all our gear, which is really cool. And, um, yeah, we started throwing. Uh, position players hit BP. And, yeah, it was a really good day. Really well, exciting. I'm sure you'll be spending a lot of time in surprise, you know, over the winter and then next spring. So it's kind of cool to get a little, you know, brief little intro to it, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, it's always good to, you know, kind of get our feet wet and our – and. Uh, just get acclimated to, you know, what minor league ball is like, especially when we're going to be here so much during the winter and, you know, spring training. So you're there for about a week, right? And then you guys take off early next week. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Some of us, uh, a lot of the college guys are going to be here until the 14th, and then we're going to fly out to Idaho and uh, play for the Chuckers up there. Ah, you'll love a great part of the country out there. Although maybe not. The... Yeah, yeah. I've, I've only hold, I've only heard good things about that place. And it's probably decent to pitch in because I I don't think the lighting's real good out there. So that, you might get a little edge there too, which is good, right? <laughs> perfect, perfect. Yeah, the hitters not, not complaining like that. at all. <laughs> <laughs> Unless your fielders lose the ball in the lights, but either way. So yeah, that, yeah, that's the struggle. Just don't let them hit it. <laughs> <laughs> so let, so let's go back to draft day then. So take us back to that day. So where were you, and then who was with you? All right, I was back at home in Sarasota with uh, my family, and uh, had a had a few friends over, and uh, you know it was a kind of a it was a busy morning because um, you know I was expected to go the second round didn't happen, and you know I was very busy with phone calls, and I kind of figured I'd be going you know early to you know mid third round, so um, just I didn't know who, uh, you know that's always the biggest factor about the draft is you never know who's going to pick you, and um, yeah we're just all sitting around uh, the TV hooked up the computer. And uh, just waiting for the name to be called, and you know, uh, Kansas City uh, ended up luckily picking me, and you know, we all went kind of crazy, and it was just, it was just an unbelievable feeling, and you know, something I, you know, I've worked so hard for, you know, since I was four or five, a dream to play professional baseball and had the opportunity to be a big leaguer. It's just absolutely amazing. 
So did somebody, maybe your parents or somebody, did did somebody buy all the potential hats so you could put one on right afterwards like they do in the movies? Did that happen or not? No, see, I, I didn't. I didn't. The funny thing was is I didn't talk much to the Kansas City Royals really? um, throughout the season. So it was kind of a, it was kind of like a whoa. Um, wasn't expecting Kansas City, but you know, it, 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 that's what that's what makes the draft so awesome is that you literally have no idea who's going to pick you. You have no idea who's interested, and it's just it's it's kind of neat, and it's it's really cool. So I'm assuming then you did some pre-draft workouts, but not for the Royals, right? No, I actually I didn't do any uh I didn't do any pre-draft workouts. I threw so much during the season. I ended up throwing 111 innings, and uh, yeah, a lot of the scouts didn't want me thrown because they just understood how much I threw during the season and just wanted me to get a little rest before I ended up getting drafted. So uh, yeah, I just laid low in Sarasota, just relaxed for a few days, and then kind of went back to working out and uh, doing some conditioning and stuff. But I didn't throw it all at any uh any pre-draft workouts. So literally then, so the, you hear the Royals are on the clock, so you you probably didn't think it was going to happen then. So you you literally had no idea. Yeah, no clue. Yeah, we're all sitting around there just, you know, listening, and, you know, we heard Kansas City, and, you know, then we kind of, you know, focused in, and Skoglin, they said Skoglin, and we were like, no way, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and then just yeah, <laughs> who pretty were, awesome, great. Who were the teams that you you would have played? You know, who had the highest odds of taking you in, in your opinion? Uh, the Marlins, uh, the Athletics, uh, St. Louis Cardinals, Cincinnati Reds, um, Chicago White Sox were big. Uh, the Yankees were on. But yeah, it was just a, it was a lot of teams. But the thing is, it's so unpredictable. That's so cool. So I'm assuming you've probably never been to Kansas City before, then. Yeah, never once had been to Kansas City. Um, actually, my best friend went to the pre-draft workout, and he's like, "Man, that stadium is unbelievable. It's it's absolutely beautiful." And uh, yeah, he only had good things to say about it. So you know, that's also that's, that's good to know. Who was your best friend? Uh, Danny Mars. He was actually drafted in the sixth round by the Boston Red Sox. Oh, cool. Very cool. Yeah. Well, you'll have to get here and, and check out the barbecue, too. We all saw people that. We're very proud of our barbecue here in Kansas City. Yes, so. yes. I actually saw some people at the uh, airport that were wearing, uh, in Atlanta, actually, they were all wearing Kansas City Royals uh, jerseys, and they had all the gear on, and they they were all talking about how amazing the barbecue is. So yeah, that'll make sure I'll check that out. That'll make you pitch a little bit better to get here quicker, <laughs> right? <laughs> So absolutely, whatever it takes. So you're the second player in UCF history then to be drafted by the Royals. I'm not sure if you've heard of this guy, but there was Brian Ahern back in 1989. He did make it up to Omaha. Was in the system for a long time. Have you seen that name at all in the record books, Brian Ahern? Uh, I heard. I heard. I briefly mentioned. I heard about that. He was. Uh, he was drafted by the Royals, but I've never, you know, came across any of the records that. If you had any or anything like that. Very cool. So you were? Did you grow up then like a Rays or a Marlins fan, or who was your team and who was your player growing up? Yeah, big Rays fan. Um, you know, I've always loved to watch uh, David Price throw. You know, they got a lot of good arms, so it's always fun to watch them, especially live. But uh, yeah, I've always grew up a Rays fan. Um, only forty minutes away from where I live, so yeah, that was definitely my team growing up. So you probably got to see James Shields pitch a little bit then, huh? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. James Shields, David Price, all those guys. Wade Davis, yeah, those couple Royals now. Yeah, so that's yeah, exactly. Very cool, very cool. So you were actually drafted once before then out of uh, high yes. school in the 16th round by the Pirates. What made you decide to go to college and not sign? Um, honestly, education is a big part of my family. Um, you know, getting those three years under my belt is definitely something that 
you know, helped me uh, for my future, you know, if baseball doesn't work out. And, uh, you know, I definitely had to mature physically, mentally, emotionally. Um, I just don't think I would have been ready uh, to play professional baseball. Um, so I think it was a very good idea that I went to college and get those three years under my belt. You know, uh, I definitely think it, it, it worked out. Now, what about uh, major-wise? What were you studying there? Uh, I was studying interdisciplinary studies with a minor in uh, criminology. Oh, cool. So, like, sociology-type stuff? Yes, okay. correct. Very cool. Very cool. Well, you, you had a great freshman year, by the way, 2012. So you were named a Louisville Slugger Freshman All-American. You were on the Conference USA All-Freshman team when you guys were still in that league. You went 5-3 and three with yeah. a 3-2-1. You had almost a strikeout per inning as a freshman. So when you think back to that first year on campus, did it just feel easy? And what sticks out about that first year? Yeah, you know, I just, you know, I really had nothing to lose. That's what I kind of came in there with. And, you know, I came in with a lot of confidence and, you know, all I wanted to do was help this, you know, help my team win as much as possible. I understood that, you know, we had a really great, uh, a great class of guys, and you know, we were going to do something special that year. And, you know, um, yeah, I just kind of went out there and, you know, just let it rip and had fun. I think that was a big part of it. Now, your second year, your your command wasn't probably quite what you wanted. Right. And the season wasn't quite as good, but you rebounded in a big way this year. You were named AAC Pitcher of the Year. How much fun was this past spring? Oh man, it was an absolute blast. Um, definitely, uh, definitely a lot better than last year. That's for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, just you know, my sophomore year, I just had a lot of a lot of expectations that were extremely high for myself, and you know, sometimes when you fail, you lose a little bit of confidence, and you know, that's just something I had to gain back, and you know, it does, it doesn't come overnight. So something I had to work through, and you know, finally clicked, and uh, yeah, this, this my junior year was unbelievable, and I had such a great time. Now, how important do you think when you look back now? I'm sure it sucked at the time, but how important was that sophomore year to struggle a little bit and learn from that? Honestly, I think it was the best thing that had to happen for me. Yeah. You know, you can't you you can't be successful without failing. Um, you know, that's what this game's about, and you know, you learn a lot when you do fail. And you know, it it was definitely something that I, I believe was a, a blessing in disguise. Um, you know, just I I understood you know how to pitch now and you know things that. You know, I had to adjustments, and um, yeah, that was just a, you know, that was something that had to happen. So, where have you spent the last couple summers? Have you been pitching the last couple summers? I couldn't find much on that. Yeah, um, my freshman year, I was in Horwich in the Cape Cod League. Oh, cool! And um, my sophomore year, I was briefly with the Born Braves in the Cape Cod League. Came back to Florida and uh, played in the Florida Collegiate League, and just lifted back at school. Um, came back to the Florida Collegiate League just to build my confidence back up, tinker some pitches, uh, make some adjustments throughout the summer, and you know that's what really helped me, you know, come along, uh, come a long way for my junior year. Very cool. You mentioned uh, the Cape Cod League. I was talking to one of the other Royals draft picks uh, yesterday about that, so I asked him. So, are you a fan of Summer Catch? Then the movie. Oh, yeah. I absolutely love that movie. Great movie. <laughs> it's kind of, see, when it first came out, people didn't like it, but it's kind of a cult classic now. People seem to love it now. I always liked it from the start. Yeah, so, is absolutely the, great movie. Yeah, but well, besides the you know the press box being burned down and probably there weren't very many girls as good-looking as Jessica Biel, besides <laughs> that, was that movie pretty accurate is for the Cape Cod League? Or? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The, you know, the uniforms are the exact same. The field looks exactly the same. Uh, you know, everything that went around. You know, yeah, it's just yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty point pretty spot on very cool so we got to hear a scouting report on yourself then we keep reading lots about you but so what pitches do you throw and then where do you sit you know top out at all that good stuff all right well i throw a fastball curveball change up 
Um, fastball, you know, throughout the game, I usually sit 89, 92. You know, maybe I'll bump a three. I hit 94 one time this year, so that, you know, that really doesn't happen. Um, curveball sits in, you know, low 80s. Um, change up 70, 78 to 81. It's just, uh, yeah, it's just something that, you know, I'm able to throw all my pitches in any count. And, you know, I have a lot of, you know, a lot of confidence and, you know, I throw everything with all conviction and, you know, I just, a lot of confidence helps when you have those pitches and you know, it makes it easier on yourself. What are you working on most at the moment? Or what were you working on the most at the end of the season, I should say? Maybe is a better question. Uh, just, uh, just, you know, keeping everything the same, being repetitive throughout the delivery. You know, as the game goes on, you get tired and, you know, you'll make mistakes. And um, you really just want to, you know, focus in on, you know, not making those mistakes and making those bad pitches, especially late in the game when, it, you know, it could be possibly a, a one-run game, and there's a man off first base, and you can't make that mistake. So repeating your delivery and staying locked in every pitch is, you know, something that I definitely worked a lot with, you know, my coach and, you know, just uh, a lot of delivery drills, you know, keeping everything the same, and you know, that was a big part as well. How about the running game? Do you feel like you do a pretty good job of managing that? Yeah, yeah, I, I believe I do for a left-hander. Um, no, I, I don't have many bags uh, stolen on me. But, uh, yeah, I do a pretty good job understanding the game within the game, you know, especially with the running. Um, yeah, I have a pretty good idea about that. Is Chris Sale a guy that you watch a little bit, too? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, out of high school, I was definitely compared to him, body yeah. type. We kind of flew the same back then. Um, yeah, he's, all, he's definitely fun to watch. And, you know, I'm actually pretty good, uh, pretty good friends with a major league pitching coach for um, the Chicago White Sox, uh, Don Cooper, so. Yeah, we kind of talk about it, and we, we do have the same tendencies, and, you know, it is pretty cool to watch him. Coop's a Florida guy, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's actually lived in Sarasota for a long time. Yeah. Um, ended up moving to Nashville, and I actually, my parents live in Nashville, so we always kind of kind of get together when I get back there. So, we got to get something straight here. So, on the on the draft reports, you're 6'6", six, six, but UCF claims you're 6'7". So, are we going to split the difference and say 6'6 six, six half, or which one's correct? Yes, I am six seven, and I do not weigh one hundred and seventy pounds. I'll just I'll put that out there right now. A little bit more. I'm one hundred and ninety pounds. Okay, good. Well, that's probably a good thing. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm definitely getting ripped on. <laughs> I'm definitely getting ripped for being one seventy, but yeah, I'm I'm definitely one ninety. I, I gained a lot of weight. Uh, I was two hundred going into the season, but you know, as the season goes on, you do lose some weight. Um, yeah, but I am 190 right now and 6'7", yeah. <laughs> well, three more questions for you. So, away from baseball and school then, what does Eric Skoglund do for fun? Oh, uh, man, I'm a big beach guy. Um, you know, being from Sarasota, I, I luckily have the beach with me, and, you know, I, I do go a lot, probably almost every day. Um, I love to go fishing. I'm, I'm, I'm a big outdoors guy. I like to go on the boat, um, go fishing, hang out with friends. Uh, just, you know, typical, normal, you know, normal you know, kid stuff, but, yeah, I enjoy playing basketball in the off time as well, and, um, yeah, big outdoors guy, though. So you'll love Idaho then, I'm sure, right? <laughs> That'll be great yeah, for you. Yeah, yeah, I heard there's a there's a big river that runs through the city, so me and some of the guys are going to get, <laughs> we're going to get some fishing poles and go out there when we get out. You may never want to leave. So what? So what's a kid, what, what did you know about the Kansas City Royals? I mean, have you seen them play much? Are you a big baseball fan where you could name some of the guys before the draft? Or did you know, like, like a month ago, what did you know about the Royals? Yeah, you know, I, I knew a lot about Shields. So, you know, I watched him a lot when he pitched. And, you know, that's, that's about it. I, I, honestly, I don't watch a lot of Major League Baseball. I don't know if that sounds bad or not. But, um, 
Yeah, I didn't know much, you know, but the thing is, I don't know much about a lot of teams. Right. Um, it's just something that, you know, just really don't pay attention much to. Well, in closing, man, first of all, thanks a lot for your, for your time. But second of all, what would you like to say to all the Royals fans listening right now? Uh, just thank you for the opportunity um, you guys have had, and the support's been amazing, you know, especially on the social media with Twitter and all that good stuff. You guys have only been great, and, I, you know, I'm really excited to be a part of this, this organization. You know, I'm going to do whatever I can to, you know, get up to the big leagues as fast as I can and, you know, hopefully, you know, make an impact and, you know, uh, you know win, a, win a World Series with the Kansas City Royals. I love that. Well, hopefully we'll be talking to you for many years to come, and we look forward to following your progress. And, you know, welcome to the organization, and I'm, I'm sure you're still very excited. Hopefully that will, you know, maintain for many years to come, and we'll see you up here soon. Thank you. I appreciate the phone call. Take care, man. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Sounds good. See Bye. You.